What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of A Link to Our Pasts. I'm your host, John Bernardo, and what we do on this show is uh, I pick a different guest every week, and I dive into their gaming origins and their upbringing of video games. Um, This week, a very special guest, uh, another one of the kind of funny best friends. You might know him on Twitter as Papa Drew Bear, Mr. Andrew Taylor. What's up? How you doing, buddy? Good. I'm doing good. How are you? Um, doing pretty good. Just got some food in my belly. Got my kitty right here. There you go. We're rocking and rolling. That's all you need. My kitty is my podcast partner. She sits with me every time I podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Funny enough, for the sake of the podcast, her name is actually Kirby. <laughs> nice. I like that name. That's yeah. a good name for a cat. It is, right? Yeah. And her middle name is Peach. Oh, there you go. Funny enough, she has a, a stuffed Mario toy, which she loves to death. Oh, that's good. So oh, go, that, there you go. That makes sense. It's all coming together now. It all comes together. Peach. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what, um, Andrew, what we do, I don't know if you've heard an episode, but what we do on the show, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, I'd like to just start off by finding out where you came from. Sure. So, what was, um, as far back as you can remember, what's the first video game you remember playing oh, as a man. kid? Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think it's Turtles in Time. And wow. I'm pretty sure it was for... I actually, my first console was actually Sega Genesis, and then I went back to NES. So you, yeah, which is really weird. So you started with the Hyperstone Heist, then. Yeah, that's what it is. Hyperstone Heist. Yep. Um, so that was like my very first video game. Uh, Me and my brothers, we always played that. Um, There was like a. I grew up in a really small town here in central Minnesota, and uh, we. There was like a super small video store. They didn't have a lot of video games. They had like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which was also a great game, by the way. And uh, of course. very like one of, one of my very first games, too. Um, and then it was Ninja Turtles. Uh, but th- I remember specifically that game because uh, me and my brothers would always rent it like every Friday and just play like co-op. Or, you know, it wasn't like it was two players. So you could choose like one of the four turtles and then you'd play like, you know, through the levels and whatnot. It was super hard. I always thought if you play the game, I always thought the part where you're playing like on the surfboards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always thought that part was the hardest uh, because you're like flying through whatever ocean and then you're like fighting like ninjas and stuff like that. It's it's a good time. That's uh, the one where you're in the sewer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yep. and then you got that yellow the yellow aliens that pop up. Yep, yep. That's the one. <laughs> and, then, and then when you hit the little spike balls, it's like my toe, my toe. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, uh, so good. Um, and then from there, uh, just kind of, like I said, I went back to NES. I played, like, uh, the original Zelda. I played, like, Super Mario Bros. 1. And then I don't think we had 2 or 3. I can't, like, remember. But, like, my cousins had... I actually never had a, a Super NES, which was, like, a really big bummer because... Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was the best classic console out of all of them even though i never really grew up with it because if i ever was playing that console it would always be at my cousin's house who lived like three hours away so um it wasn't i didn't have access to it very often but um yeah so i remember playing like super mario world at at his house and um like donkey kong country like those games always were so great um in every in every way like i always like those are the platforming games of yeah well, super those are like m- master the platforming it was yeah just key. for sure and um and, you know i still stuck around with like the sega genesis for a while i was um still playing like the sonic 3d which which everyone says it's like a really bad game but at the time it's when not you're li- when you're, at the time when you're a little kid it's like super fun um so yeah i mean I just, I've played like so many games and then over the years, my brothers kind of just fell off, um, from video games. Um, my oldest brother was playing, uh, he was playing like Star Fox 64. Like his last like official console was the N64. So he was, my oldest brother was at college while me and my other brother were at home and we got an N64 and then he got his own N64 and then we'd always like play games when we like came to like family like gatherings and stuff like that when he would come home and uh yeah uh I just remember playing like Ocarina of Time which at the time did not make any sense to me 
it still doesn't. It's, it still doesn't. It's a super complex, like complex game, but um, it's so good. Like, well, I'm playing I, the 3DS version right now, and it's, yeah. it's, you get completely lost. None of it makes sense, but none of it makes sense when you know what you're doing. It's a yeah. complete blast. Yeah. Um. And so over the years, I've just played that game like a ton. And I do have the 3DS version. I'm still chugging along through that. And I have Majora's Mask as well. How do you feel the differences between the N64 and the 3D versions? I think the 3DS version definitely runs better. Of course, um, yeah. It's like the definitive, too. yeah, it's like yeah. the definitive, like, version to play. So if anyone's out there thinking, like, I don't know what version to play and you've never played a Zelda game, Ocarina of Time is, like, where you should really start. Um, and if you have a 3DS, like, you should have already had that game a long time ago. <laughs> it should have been your um, first game. Yeah, and I know, like, they. I think they stopped printing that game on 3DS. Really? And yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but it took me a really long time, like, a year ago when I bought it again. It took me a really long time to find it and, um... I went to Target. I went to Best Buy. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, then I just ordered it online for like Amazon from Amazon. It was just straight up forty bucks. Um, wow! Because I thought I was going to be able to get it for a cheaper price, but uh, I've talked to a lot of people and they've been like, you know, Nintendo games normally don't go down in price, no. which is kind of it's it's cool in a sense, you know, because it's like a collectible to me well, yeah in like and when ways. you buy the game you don't have to worry about it going like usually you go buy a game you're like what's gonna happen in two weeks yeah. it's gonna go down in price yeah for sure and um so like I, yeah i i just feel like if you yeah if you haven't played ocarina of time you should and it's That's like definitely really classic game. yeah um i would also say majora's mask if you finish ocarina of time um because that's also a really great game great game but it's super confusing <laughs> and like if you don't have any of the the songs to whatever you know it's it's all about time and stopping the apocalypse from happening and um it's 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 a really good game so well i'm playing ocarina right now with a guide by my side not consistently but yeah it's always on my phone's browser ready to go yeah because i yeah I, I just don't know how kids would have done it back in the day. Yeah. I really and, don't. And, and like at the time I was, you know, eight, nine years old and I still didn't understand it. You know, um, my brother like doesn't understand it either. And <laughs> I actually, I think I still have the cartridge, like the gold one um, nice. back at my parents' house somewhere. It's, you know, lost in translation. Who knows where. Buried um, under the house. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so yeah, and then from there we went to the Xbox. From N sixty four we went to Xbox and I I remember getting an Xbox like Christmas Day and I don't think for, for a long time we actually didn't have like any games. I had like a demo disc and then like the Hobbit for Xbox. Like the original like Hobbit game. Hobbit. Which wasn't like a move it was the movie at the time, obviously, but it was based off the book and it was like a licensed game from like wb or something so there was a hobbit game before the movie came out there was a hobbit game before the movie came out which was taking just straight up source material source material from the book which was cool uh the game itself wasn't that great but yeah um (laughs) and then i remember there was like uh do you remember jet set radio at all oh yeah okay uh, they had it on dreamcast and then where else they poured it to it went on xbox as well i think yeah yeah yep and then I played that demo for Jet Set Radio like 30 times and it I just remember like not really knowing like how to play the game but like being super intrigued by it just because like the art style and everything Exactly, yeah. Um but I actually I never played the full game so I'll, I'll never know cuz I'm I'm not going to buy an original Xbox just to play it. But <laughs> um yeah, and then didn't they re-release know, it though at some point for something? Possibly. I, I never looked into it again. Um, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm, sure I, I'm pretty sure. Did. Oh, on Vita. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I think it was actually a PS Plus game, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, because I, I have a Vita, Vita, so if it's re-released, I'll probably check it out then. Um, all these years, never knowing how the demo ends. Um, <laughs> now you can fit. Yeah, you're gonna get past the first level, and then right. you're gonna go, oh, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not that expensive either way. Um, oh no, it's probably less than it's probably ten bucks max. Yeah, probably that's not bad. Speaking of art styles, um, actually, it just came to my mind real, real quick. Um, did, have you ever heard of a racing game called Auto Modelista? 
It sounds really familiar. If you get it, Google it real quick. It's basically like a like a Gran Turismo racer, but it's shell shell shaded. Okay. It's uh, auto M O D E L L I S T A. Oh, okay. Let's take a look here. I remember this coming out and going. Cars can look like I don't know. I, I've always been a sucker oh, for cell shaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this game. I do remember this game. I never played it, but I remember like seeing this game on There's, like. Uh, do you ever watch like G Four TV? Oh yeah, all of that and like X Play and like all that stuff. Yeah, I remember seeing this game on there. How was yeah. so? Going like thinking about cell, shell, well, wow, I can't say it. cell shaded, shell, shell um, shaded. Yeah, how hard? Like, for example, uh, we have Twilight Princess, which has mm-hmm. got a more of a realistic look, and then we have Wind Waker, which has the shell shaded look. Yeah. What do, what do you what do you lean more towards? Um, I do like uh, shell shaded like a lot. I think it looks really pretty. Um, it's it pops out more. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I mean, obviously, it doesn't look realistic. It looks more like a comic book exactly um, in a, Which w- I in love. a way <laughs> and i love that too a lot uh i, I it's kind of cool that like the, they did a racing game like that, right because they're i mean they haven't done that since um well it's capcom that made it too they need to the, oh, like, okay i would love to be able to play that on one of my new systems i, I don't sure. want to have to go back but for sure um no yeah i i remember this game uh when it in terms of like today when it comes to people using like shell shaded stuff uh like the new transformers game i played that on my ps4 and that's pretty good um and it looks great it it really it gives respect to like the original like g1 series of like transformers Mm -hmm. um i haven't played the new ninja turtles game at all i don't really want to i was super excited then it got really bad reviews and i was like I will wait till it's like five bucks on PSN or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm with, sure I'll have a blast when I know that oh, it's yeah. five bucks. Uh, it's well, it's for, you know, it's going to be a quick, just quick beat em up, but yeah, just like with any other Ninja Turtle game, like, you know what you're getting yourself into for me, if I, yeah. my local library rents them. So once I get the chance, I'm going to rent it and plow through it in a night. And that's for it. sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I like the art style. If, if, uh, if it's, if it's a game that works well with that art style, then perfect. Like, go for it. Like, I've actually only played a little bit of Wind Waker. Really? Um, yeah. HD never, or regular? Uh, I played the HD version. Oh. I never played the original. Neither I did played I. At, I played it at my friend's house, and I was like, man, this game looks so good. And then I then he told me after that, he's like, yeah, just so you know, um, Ocarina of Time came out after this. Or what came out? No, not Ocarina of Time. Um was it skyward sword skyward sword yeah because wind waker came out on gamecube so it came out at the same time it came out like before twilight princess and so then it was twilight twilight princess and skyward i don't remember the time frame but yeah because that was the lat that was still on the GameCube. i don't know yeah um but i remember him telling me it was either skyward sword skyward sword or twilight princess that came out after Ocarina, or not Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker. There's so many Zelda games. I know, right? And he was like, yeah, so, you know, look at the difference. And the other game just does not look as good as Wind Waker. Like, Wind Waker looks amazing. And, uh, well, especially in the HD. Yeah. So, if we're looking it up here, Skyward Sword came out in November 2011. Okay. Wind Waker, oh, well, that can't be right. Wind Waker came out in 2002 on Nintendo okay. GameCube. Okay. And then they re-released it on the Wii U, I think, two years ago. Yeah. So I never, I never played the original one either, but I remember playing the HD one, and I heard about all the changes. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! The, to me, I haven't. That was the first one I, I fully beat. That's the first Zelda game I fully beat. Mm-hmm. And to me, right now, that's my favorite one. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. With an Ocarina, um, with Twilight, Twilight Princesses there too, mm-hmm. and Ocarina. It, right now it's it's catching up <laughs> yeah everyone says like ocarina of time is the best one and it is and great it's just yeah it, it's, it's just really like, confusing <laughs> yeah like that's what i mean like that's the only problem i have with some zelda games like how do you really get to the bottom of it it's, it's there's no nobody holds your hands which is good but sometimes like when i was reading the guide in ocarina it was mm-hmm. telling me to go somewhere and i thought about it and i said how the hell was i going to figure that out Mm-hmm. yeah it, it really is like complicated there's so many like different things you have to do and yeah and uh i mean i feel like i personally i feel like uh majora's mask is way more complicated because you have to remember like 
because it, it deals with time. The whole game is about time. You have three days to save the world and all this stuff. But you have to like remember when people are going to be at like certain parts and stuff like that to get like certain items from them. Um, but yeah, I, Ocarina of Time. If you're like a little kid at the time, like me, I had no idea what I was doing. Of course not. And, uh, and there's no but, guides. <laughs> no, there's there was no like internet or wait there was internet but like there were yeah. no like things where i could just easily google it on my phone and have it up but oh yeah like, like now we dial just dial up just to like check it out real quick and then be like i have no idea what you I'm could figure about. out in the time that your fo- your phone takes to dial it up exactly exactly um but yeah no we were talking about shell shaded stuff yeah <laughs> no i totally went off on a no no dude there. that's cool man we're like i'm not we're not being strict here we're just sure sure two nerds just talking yeah um uh, yeah let's see so jet set radio yeah and then after that i had that i played halo i played i went from there to halo and uh that's kind of where i completely like delved into that that world of halo and and everyone was on that hype train at the time too oh yeah i the remember first like yeah i remember the, everyone doing land parties and with the fat controller or the controller yeah S? I had the fat controller, yeah. which is like, you know, ugliest thing in the world, the ugliest thing, but it was so big and it felt like it felt great. You know, well, you're like, I have this new system and I have this massive controller to yeah. go along with it now. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, and so I remember playing countless hours of Halo. I beat the campaign probably maybe almost two dozen times. You remember uh, the library? Yeah. The library, dude, like such a good level. Um, and there's just there's just so many moments in that game that really stick out to me. Um, you know, when you first run into the Covenant, obviously, like right at the beginning, that's that's like, you know, you have no idea what's going on. You don't know anything about the character. Um, they kind of just give a small description of what's happening, kind of. Aliens. Yeah, um, aliens go. are boarding the ship. We got to get off the ship, and that's it. And then you just go from there. And it, I think. Um, Halo is probably, probably I'm gonna say the most original shooter like ever, kind of yeah, in a way I can because back that up. because like at that time especially yeah at at that time for sure I mean we've had hundreds of shooters ever since then um and a lot of th- a lot of things have changed obviously mechanics have changed oh yeah um gameplay has changed um but when it when it came to when it comes to like storytelling i felt like the campaign was something that like really grabbed you and uh didn't let go till the end um and then the same goes for halo 2 which i do consider it's a tie between halo 2 and the original fire emblem on game boy advance Mm -hmm. for my favorite games of all time um halo 2 what a far spectrum too yeah i know right they're completely different things not even on the same platform um but halo 2 was like i i remember hearing about you know like because at the time we didn't have i mean we had ign but like they didn't you know have a website really mm-hmm. um i was i didn't have like a smartphone where i could you know turn on ign app or whatever and it'd be like this is when this is like releasing and the same like with the internet you know which basically um, it was in the store yeah it was or in you the found store. It in a magazine yeah six you find it in a magazine and you're like oh this is when it's coming out you mark the date you know you go to gamestop you pre-order the game and then you would finally like go get the game and i remember counting like the days till halo 2 came out and uh i had my i was what grade was i in i was like in sixth grade probably when that game came out i like had to convince my parents yeah you know you're shooting aliens so it's like not bad right um grade six eh yeah i i was actually i think i was in grade nine or ten uh-huh when it came out and i remember lining up at the nearest mall we went yeah. after hung up with some friends at a house at their house we did like a mini land party yeah and we lined up at the mall for Mm -hmm. two and a half hours yeah so for halo (laughs) was that like the midnight release yeah yeah okay good time because i remember um obviously i wasn't old enough to like go do that and if i was if i was gonna go do it my dad would have to be there he obviously didn't want to go of course like the middle of the night um but I remember like convincing my dad to be like, "Hey, I pre-ordered this game. Can you go get it while I'm at school?" Yeah, yeah. And uh, he went and got it. I don't know. I, I, he never told me like if he had to wait in line or anything like that. He went and got it. I get in the car like to go home from school, and I'm like so happy that like Halo Two is finally here. I finally have it in my hands because I remember them showing gameplay on like 
on like G4 TV, like yeah. all the time they were showing, um, like the original gameplay trailer, which actually w- actually turned out to be way different than what the game turned out to be. I don't know if you remember that at all. It was I like a lot of it, the trailer. Yeah, all. a lot of it was similar, but some of it wasn't like um, just like the environments were like a little different and kind of how because the original gameplay trailer was supposed to be like the first level or like one of the first levels of Halo 2, but it turned out to be something completely different, which wasn't even in the game at all. But I just Uh remember being so excited because, you know, you finally, you're on earth. Finally. Um, you can dual wield, which was awesome. Um, and like all this, you know, I was just, I was just pumped. I was, you know, I was on the hype train. So yeah, Halo 2. And then just kind of from there, you know, playing a lot of different games. And I remember, you know, playing more handheld games because I grew up with, like, the original Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Um, I had, like, Metroid on my Game Boy. And I think that was, like, one of the only... I only had, like, a handful of games on the original Game Boy. But Metroid was one of them. So that, you know, that that introduced me to more pa- platforming, um, like, side-scrolling stuff. And then... Man, it's just there's like so many games though like I've played over the years and it just evolved into like Xbox 360 with Halo 3 um and just uh like I remember playing oh God, like like the original like Modern Warfare on yeah. like 360 was like so good. You and were, so was Call of Duty 2. That was like yes. my first game on Xbox 360 was Call of Duty 2. So Call of Duty 2 you played on, but did you ever play it um I really don't remember how Call of Duty 2 was on Xbox, but I think it was pretty similar to the PC version, right? Yeah, there was yeah. um there was like Call of Duty there the world there was Blood, World at War, Bro- yeah. Blood Brothers or something. Yeah, yeah the Big really Red bad. One. Yes, yes, yes. yes. One. That yeah. was horrible. <laughs> um I actually really liked that Did game you? a lot. Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember because I was. I remember I didn't get the 360 right away. I actually waited a year before I got it for Christmas, and um, I Call of Duty Two had. I think was that a launch game? Call, Call of Duty Two was. Duty yes, 2 it was, was a launch it, game. For graphically, it was it was pretty impressive. And yeah, I think the one that kind of I think I'm conf- big red one. I was it's because I came from playing the PC Call of Duty. Yeah, so yeah, that's where yeah. I came from, right? And it was it felt like it was dumbed down. Call of Duty Three was the one that was like only console. Oh, that was yeah. that was the one that I felt was really. Call downhill. of Duty Three is really bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's the one I'm, I'm remembering that was that's, even worse. That's the one that's like like no one ever talks about no one's like hey remember call of duty 3 no because we don't remember it because we don't want to remember it um uh but yeah like big red one i remember the only reason i played that game was because i didn't have call of duty 2 and i didn't have a 360 Mm -hmm. so it was like i kind of have to itch that call of duty um scratch of course yeah and like it didn't have i don't think it had multiplayer on it all i just think it was a campaign and really if there was multiplayer i think it might have just been like local I'm not 100% sure. That game came out so long ago. Because Call of Duty 2 um, for me on PC, that was... Yeah. I, I remember playing through the campaign, but me, my cousin, my bro- brother-in-law, all of us, always online. No mm. perks, no nothing, just guns, World War II. I remember, I and just, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's what I miss. I miss you know playing something and just lining them up. I forgot what the gun was called. It was just like a normal rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like it's the like, M1 Grand? No, keep keep going. Name name another one. M1 Grand. There's Thompson. That was like the I like mach- the Thompson machine Thompson gun. Was great. Um, the submachine gun. Yeah, no, there was one. It was called like the bar. Close, close to like that. Does that kind of design? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's like a there's a number in it. It's like a letter and a number. But mm-hmm. I just rem- it's I think there's an eight. I think it was something eighty seven. Okay. But I just remember it, it was like it had the bolt action on it. Yeah. So like you saw him like cock it back, push it back, and then load it up again. Yeah. That gun, like I remember lining it up and just clipping people off. You don't have to worry about, <laughs> no, this guy's got stopping force or yeah. anything like that. Um, I, I really miss that a lot um, because the funny thing is, so I do get my 360. You know, I play Call of Duty 2 for, you know, a couple of years or whatever. And obviously that kind of fades out i go to call of duty 3 and then finally modern warfare comes out we're introduced to that great mm-hmm. game uh, that's probably that's probably the best call of duty um 
and then but my personal favorite call of duty is black ops one um and then like from there we had like modern warfare 2 but i remember during that time when modern warfare 2 was out i remember sticking call of duty 2 back in my xbox and uh people were online playing (laughs) oh no and so it was like crazy because you know, we ha- I had a full match of people still playing. I remember talking to guys in there and then being like, I don't even want to like go back to the old, like the new Call of Duty because it's like because it's just like so at, simple and yeah, because perfect. the oversaturation of like yes perks and everything yes. had already settled in even after just one Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. and the thing about modern warfare, modern warfare, was that it wasn't even it wasn't even like that in depth. You had like three kill streaks and then your gun had attachments and that was it. exactly. And like there might have been like six perks in that whole game right you know and it was nothing like extensive it was like maybe like oh like kind of enhance your hearing or reload your gun faster but it was nothing you know like we have in call of duties today where it's just like super ridiculous but um yeah i remember going back and playing call of duty 2 for like a few days with like a bunch of random people i met online and that was a lot of fun and like i missed that and that's something i'm really actually excited for when it comes to like battlefield one that's coming Mm -hmm. out later this year for sure for sure which i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's a a decent amount of depth to the game um but i can't from what i understand from all the videos that i've watched it seems like it seems like when it comes to your loadout, it's kind of just based on the class you pick. You can kind of change things around and whatnot, but mm-hmm. it's not like Call of Duty where you're putting like all these attachments on it, you know. Um, and I think that's cool. I want a simple shooter. I, you know, I'm one of the people that likes Star Wars Battlefront that came out this year or this last I'm, year. I still haven't played it. I don't. I don't have a PS4. I wish I yeah. could play it. Um, it's it's fun. It's it's simple. Like it's not overcomplicated at all there's no you know perks or anything like i mean there's power-ups that you can pick up on the battlefield battlefield but that's as you go yeah that's as you go and they only last like a few seconds so it's not it's not like call of duty i i enjoy it for what it is and it's really simple and casual and that's kind of like what i miss when it comes to shooters these days like i buy i try not to buy call of duty every year but for some reason i do you get suckered every time it was like me with assassin's creed a few years ago i was buying all of them up yeah even the ones in between up until probably part three yeah or i think there were yeah Maybe even part four, but yeah, I, I bought stopped, every single one. Yeah, I stopped after Assassin's Creed three, but I remember. At, no, actually, I did buy Black Flag eventually when it came, it like came on sale or whatever. And I remember buying that, but that's the last one I actually spent money on. But did you buy the in between ones, the Brotherhood and the Revelations? I did. That's when he knew it was getting dangerous. <laughs> that's when I knew it was getting bad, and when I really knew that Assassin's Creed wasn't going for the best anymore was like Brotherhood. Yeah. Or not Brotherhood, uh, Revelations. I actually I, enjoyed Brotherhood. I like the um, online mode. Like I like the idea yeah. behind it. it yeah, just... it, it is. A, uh, yeah, I was that was super excited when mm-hmm. I heard about that kind of like assassinating people. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then you played it for like maybe an hour, and you're like, okay, that was I don't enough. Really need, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I literally never need to play this like online mode for this game. Um, but yeah, like Assassin's Creed Two was great. Um, I enjoyed Assassin's Creed One, but Two is Two is probably the best Assassin's Creed. Of course, Creed. yeah. Speaking of games that you just like, kind of played and just dropped, do you remember a game that you were so excited for and you bought it and then you brought oh, it home and just went yeah. 60 bucks down the drain? Yeah, okay. So, it's called Brink. Dude, no fucking way. <laughs> no fucking way. Oh so, my God. That's the, the exact yeah. same game I was going to say. So, for the listeners <laughs> out there, if you don't remember hearing about Brink, oh, Brink man. is an online multiplayer shooter. Only. And only. Yes. And it was it involved a lot of parkour, which was something I thought was going to be really cool. It had a, it had a decently kind of cool looking art style. Yeah. Um and it was hyped for a while too. It they was hyped. So it was much yeah, It was really hyped. Yeah. And I was on that hype train. I was like sign me up. I remember pre-ordering it like whenever pre-orders were available and being super pumped about it. Um, and then I get the game and I'm playing for maybe like a couple hours and I'm like, I'm like, no, this is fun. This is, this is really fun. Yeah. So I had to like lie to myself for a good week before (laughs) I returned it. And actually I returned the game 
And the funny thing is, like, the day before I returned the game, L.A. Noir had just come out. So, because those came out, like, a week apart from each other. I remember that, like, specifically. And I remember just exchanging games and just being like, this game doesn't work, you know. Uh, can I get L.A. Noir? And they're like, yeah, sure, that's fine. It was, like, at GameStop. <laughs> But I was so excited for Brink. Um, Dude, I know. Like, all the gameplay videos made it look amazing. Yeah. And the game, like, still, like, what they showed was in the game. It's yeah. just the online didn't handle well. It was buggy, glitchy, yeah. everything under the sun. And uh, the server's really bad, too. It took forever to get in a match. Yeah. Um, I remember, so, like, honestly, yeah. a month later, it was in a bargain bin already. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an insane turnaround. And that yeah. is, yeah, probably. That was after Mirror's Edge, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Mm, the first Mirror's Edge on 360? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Because I'm going to say yes. Because I was so into... I loved Mirror's Edge. That that yeah. was a game that I was kind of like, I shouldn't like this, but I just do. I don't need to... doesn't need to be a perfect game. I just love the sure, idea sure. behind it. And yeah. then when Brink came out, I was like, perfect. This combines both. And then yeah. here you are trying to run off wall, and it just didn't work. It just did not work at all. And I... And I, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, it had a really cool concept to it. And that was something I was really excited for, you know, parkour was kind of just becoming a thing, uh, like the new James Bond movie that at the time with Casino Royale, like that had parkour and everyone's like parkour, parkour, yeah. you know, like that's so cool. And it was cool. It's a cool idea, but it didn't work. So, um, that's probably one of my most, if not my most disappointed, like anticipated game that was coming out where I was like, what the hell is this? You know, that's hilarious. Yeah. We turned it like a week later, you know, that's hilarious. How many years apart we are. And yeah. how we both had, that's like, that's the exact game that was going through my mind when I yeah. asked that question. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. The, there was, um, there was another multiplayer game that was similar in vain in the terms of like, you were hyped up for it and it had a cool concept, but the gameplay was actually good. Do you remember shadow run? I, remember everyone really interested in it i was never i never really got into like that whole um like multiplayer you know experience or whatever it you know whatever it was trying to do but yeah. i do i do remember it like i do remember seeing it i remember the cover when you said the name yeah it that one that one worked that one actually yeah. had server pro, mm-hmm. no problems you know it played well it had a great concept but yeah just didn't last that's a problem with yeah. the multiplayer only and that I mean? was was that the first game that kind of had cross consoles yeah stuff? yeah with it was pc right yeah pc and, okay. and uh, xbox yeah okay cool um yeah i do remember that game and and that was kind of like a really cool i remember seeing that specifically branded on the cover of the game saying like this is like a cross you know cl- cross platform like you can play it with pc players and i was like oh that's kind of cool it's not for me but you know cool idea and like we're kind of starting to see that kind of stuff with games more today, I know like Rocket League is kind of doing that with uh, like PC and like Xbox One, and then like there's a possibility like with PS4. I'm waiting so, here for yeah. the Mac version since I don't yeah. have PS4. I'm yeah. di- I'm because I played Rocket League actually in, in a kiosk a few weeks ago. Yeah, and I fell in love. Like I would buy a PS4 just for that if I could. Yeah, no, like me and my me and my buddy, that'll be like our socializing game where we just kind of, hey, like how's your week been? But like we're still playing yeah. like Rocket League and. What's we it? like to th- we like to think we're decent, but <laughs> well, to be like I was playing and I was losing and I didn't even care. Yeah, that's that, that, how no, much fun yeah, it is. It's just a fun game, and it's it, the cool thing is that it's all physics based, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Um, we don't see a lot of games like that these days. Um, but yeah, uh, where was it? yeah we were going off three sixty with Call of Duty. <laughs> um, yeah, Call of Duty, and then you know towards the end of towards the end of the cycle, you know you were getting. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five finally came out, and like Dishonored came out, and I I was getting more. I was kind of getting tired of like big AAA games at yeah. the time, and ever since I I switched over, because the only reason I actually ever switched over to PlayStation Four was because I wanted to play The Last of Us. I remember being really intrigued by The Last of Us and all three um, Uncharted games that had already come out, so. Uh, I never actually had the chance to play them. And then I was like, you know what? This Last of Us game looks really interesting. Like, it's a really cool, like, concept. All the trailers they shown, like, looks it looks great. It was amazing. Um, and so I remember, like, going on Craigslist and being like, all right, I need to find, like, a cheap PS3 so I can, like, play this game. And then the PS4 so, version came out. <laughs> yeah, and then the PS4 version came out, like, a year and a half later, which was totally fine. Um, 
because yeah, so I still had a 360 and I just finished playing Tomb Raider, like the original Tomb Raider, like yeah. the rebooted one that came out like three or four years oh, ago. Oh no, I love that one. Yeah, and it's it's a great game. I'm excited for it, uh, the sequel to come out on PS4 later this year. Um, but I just finished that game, so I was like, all right, I really want to play Last of Us. It's coming out in like two weeks. I had some extra cash uh, laying around, so I found like a $60 PS3 from someone off Craigslist, Damn. bought that, and then I went and pre-ordered Last of Us, and I played Last of Us, and Last of Us is like in my top five like favorite games of like all time. Um, and you said you've never played. Have you ever played it? Oh, no, the Last of Us. I played the PS one, the PS three version. I pre-ordered okay. that one, played it through. I never played the PS four, but uh-huh. my friend got it. I looked at it. I'm like, I don't need to replay it. I yeah. The PS three version was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was really impressive, and like the PS four version is is. It, you know it's it's impressive too it, it ups the it's you definitive know, yeah it, yeah it ups the fps and everything frames per second and it it runs great um but yeah i played the last of us and i was like this is this this is where i realized that gaming wasn't just like gaming like casually i realized mm. that it's like an experience it's something that like you know you got you emotions want, and you go yeah, through you get it, yeah. emotional about it and i never had really I had felt it with some games, you know, I felt it with like the very first Modern Warfare, um, you know, if I don't want to spoil that game because, you know, it, a remastered version is still coming out, but the campaign for the very first Modern Warfare, like that yeah. got me emotional towards the end. Um, like the Halo games, like got me emotional um, just because over the time of like those three games, you were coming, you know, you were getting really close to like Master Chief and Cortana and all that stuff. Um and then with Last of Us, this is, you know, maybe a 20, 30 hour experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're kind of just taking your time and exploring, it might be even longer that longer than that. But um, and which is something I, I did with that game. And I never done that with a game before where I just took my time with with the game. Like just looking get lost at things in the game the and world. like interacting yeah. with the world because, you know, you could still you could do that with you know with joel and ellie was just looking around and like touching stuff and um getting more dialogue from both of them which was really cool uh but yeah that game just kind of excelled like my interest in more story-based games than like these big triple a games and not that last of us wasn't like a big triple a game but it, it felt like it was a big triple a game that had never really done something for me personally before right right um and so I was like, all right, awesome. You know, E3 was just around the corner. And, uh, you know, the PS4 finally gets announced. And, you know, Xbox One gets announced. And, like, <laughs> everyone's shitting on Xbox One. And I was an Xbox, like, purist, basically. The only reason I had gotten a PS3, like I said, was just Last for of Last us. of Us. Yeah. And so I'm starting to kind of, like, weigh, weigh out my options here. I'm like, all right, you know, maybe it's time to, like, make the Switch. And so, you know, Xbox One and PS4 both come out. I don't buy them at launch. I don't buy either of them at launch. Um, I just like wait six months, and then I bought I bought a I bought a PS4, and I've that's where I've been ever since. And you know, that's where I kind of have I've discovered like all these really small games. And it's great. Um, like Journey. If you ever play, if you ever heard of Journey, if you ever played Journey, yeah, I've always wanted to play it. I just haven't gotten around to it but i heard sure. it's you know, very emotional experience yeah it's, it's very emotional it's yeah. two hours you know and you, you you look at the game and you're like you i mean you look at screenshots or whatever you're like how emotional can this get you but it totally is and it's it's great you know it's it was i think i got the game f- like i know that uh psn has like these play like events or whatever every right, year right and they do and there's one actually like just started like today i think uh for summer 2016 and i think that the remaster or whatever like the port for ps4 it was the last was last year's like play event and i got the game i played it in two hours and i was like i think i spent 20 bucks on that but i was like 20 bucks well spent for a two hours the experience right because it's like the same thing you go to the movies and you spend 20 plus dollars because you're not just buying tickets for you and say your girlfriend or whatever but you're buying like popcorn and drinks you're gonna spend like upwards of 40 dollars for like maybe like a mediocre two-hour experience kind of depends on what you're watching (laughs) but like with journey that's something that i could replay 
and as many times as you want yeah yeah as many times as i want i i've only beat the game once i feel like i might only play the game once because it's like one of those things i don't ever want to go back to um i don't feel that way about last of us i i will play it again eventually i've played it two and a half times now and yeah but like the last of us is just kind of something i i feel like i'd i want to go back to because there's just a lot going on in that game yeah for sure um yeah journey is is really simple story but it really is emotional um if you've played if if you've played gone home at all i started it i just haven't finished it it's 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 not for everyone i didn't think it was going to be for me but because of everyone talking about it that's why i bought it i bought the game played it and i was crying at the end of the game because it's really it's really emotional and like i've seen people on like facebook groups uh like talk shit about it and it's like if it's not your game like that's fine you yeah, don't just have to leave talk shit about it like it's a great experience for everyone else and i thought i was like this was a story this was experience it wasn't so much of a game everyone's like oh it's a walking simulator you know whatever yeah, it is with a story though yeah like, there's a story it's, behind it it's all. a story and and to me it just felt like really special and so ever since then i've been with kind of funny like the whole community and and everything else um i've just been seeking out like those smaller experiences um, for sure and i've i've found a lot of them on ps4 um i found i've i feel like i've found a lot of them on my vita too which Uh i i bought like almost a year ago maybe less than that and i've been playing games you know just exclusively for like the playstation and vita you know and it's a shame because like i miss xbox and i don't ever talk down about xbox but like i just don't have a connection like i used to it doesn't have the same pop that it did when it came out because there's nothing like you look at it there it doesn't have that exclusivity anymore yeah it's just it's just a system yeah and but there are games on there that i feel like i would probably really enjoy um my roommate did have an xbox one for like a short time and i remember him bringing home the xbox with uh sunset overdrive and i thought that was really cool and like super creative and and wonky and quirky and and like i'm like this is this is like an experience i kind of want to have it's like just crazy you know yeah yeah um but then it kind of had like that metroidvania experience with ori in the blind forest which i never had the chance to play but everyone talked about it and said it was great and it looks great it looks like my kind of game um but yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to play that. So like the Xbox has like experiences that I'm interested in, but I don't feel like I want to spend the money to kind of do that. Um, everyone, I feel like they'll be on PC of, eventually anyways. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, everyone is kind of gravitating, gra- gravitating towards like P- PlayStation and Sony is because like everyone, all the developers want to build something on this console, which is cool. Right. Um, and you know everyone's like saying oh like the ps4 is like you know the indie box now or whatever and that's great that's there's no problems there yeah like five years ago i wouldn't have had probably any interest in in something like small games or anything like that because i was still in like my triple a you know fever kind of mood but now that's like all i want to play and and so i you know i'm i'm still playing big games like i'm excited for battlefield one i'm excited for like mafia three um i'm excited for like the bioshock like remake all that collection re- re- remaster you know like all those collections yeah, yeah. which some games deserve more than others um and so yeah i'm just like curious you know like I'm, I'm curious to see where like gaming goes from here. You know, course, we have yeah. like we have like PlayStation VR coming out this year, which I had the chance of u- uh, using at uh, PlayStation Experiences last year, and uh, I actually snuck into, like, you had to go, you had to be like media to get into the VR experience so at, at PSN. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of flashed a badge in a in a sense. Um, Alex O'Neill from Rational Passions was there and he had an appointment because, you know, he's Alex O'Neill. So he got an appointment and then he steps in line and I just stepped right behind him and her back was turned and we just stood there in line. And I was like, all right, looks like, you know, whatever. <laughs> so we wait, yeah, we wait for like 15 minutes. We finally get to, you know, we finally get to sit down and they're like, hey, like which demo you want to play? Uh, and I remember Colin Moriarty from Kind of Funny being like, yeah, E-Valkyrie is like really cool. So I chose that one. I sit down and I'm like, I'm convinced now that VR is going to be something really big and special. And so 
I'm excited to see where developers take games and make them even better experiences than what they are right now. Oh, of uh, course, yeah. What be able yeah. to immerse you into the, the sure. game itself. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like f- at first it's going to be just like those big studios, but then they're going to start allowing smaller studios to kind of use this technology and like make these small experience, like these $20, $15 experiences available to everyone else. Uh, and like, not just for games, I'm excited for like, I'm excited to just lay in my bed and like maybe, maybe watch a movie that's like five inches away from my face. Why not? Right. You know, like, this is this is our day and age this is the 21st century we're super lazy whatever who cares um, <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah and and so you know i'm excited for that i'm excited to see if there's like going to be some sort of like concerts you know that are going to be like exclusive to like vr which i think would be really cool too because you know fakes facebook's kind of doing that right now with the whole 360 camera videos yeah that, yeah like, some, and youtube does like, that too you, youtube does it yeah and so I'm excited to for those kinds of things. Um, I think VR is going to be something really special, and so that's kind of where I'm at, like with gaming, is just excited for the future, but really content with what I have right now. Um, yeah, which is just which is just like all these small games, but then all these big games too that are are still really 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 great. So. Yeah. N- not enough time in the day that's for sure and there is not enough time nope. for that you know um you, you like i always feel like oh here's a sale and i'll buy like these five <laughs> games you know that i've wanted to play before and they just sit there and, and they just sit there yeah and it's kind of it, i feel like i know the pain that like people have with steam you know like those steam sales like 75 percent off 80 80 percent off and they know buying, what they're like, doing they know what they're doing too and I, I have a friend who's like exclusively a PC player and he's he has like 50 games he's never Jesus. touched like on his PC and I'm like yeah that's that's crazy you know <laughs> um I, I I have I probably have like 20 games I haven't touched that I, I have and so like I I'm 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 a culprit too, you know. Yeah, uh, we all. But are. like, but like, this is this is what they want you to do <laughs> is just buy all these games, which is great because if there's ever a day where I'm like, all right, I'm sick of playing the new Call of Duty, I want to play like this this small game, you know, I want to just do something else. I'll I'll always have like those smaller games to kind of fall back on, mm-hmm. and so that's just something I'm I'm grateful for, <laughs> and I'm just hoping that one day maybe when, when, I re- yeah. when i'm like old and like <laughs> old and I'm, well, I'm sure it'll be like ps7 by the time i like retire or something or ps9 or you know you'll um, go through your 100 game backlog yeah i'll go through like my 300 game backlog <laughs> and just like start chucking away at it but yeah i mean gaming is is awesome so it's life <laughs> and it is life um it's great it's great to like talk about where it all came from uh-huh. Yeah, dude, I honestly felt like I've watched you grown up, so I really appreciate you literally walking me from the beginning until yeah. now. I, I, yeah. I definitely felt like I was there with yeah. you the whole time. And it was all all because of Ninja Turtles Hyper oh. Hyper Heist. So. Hyper Heist, Hoverstone Heist, and yeah. Turtles in Time. Different yeah. different games, but the same game. I've ever, yeah. I could go on and on about Turtles, but I won't. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a big Ninja Turtles fan. Right, so. r- I'm right alongside. We're we're, we're gonna yeah. get along just fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, honestly, I really appreciate you going through all that. Uh, For sure, it's amazing how, like I said, how far we are apart and how much similarities we have. But um, yeah, before we go, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to tell to anybody? Is there uh, anything that we should be listening to? So yeah, um, I, me, myself, and uh, and three other guys uh, from the kind of funny community we started a podcast about a year ago and uh at the time we didn't really know what it was um and it changed it changed ever since then so we used to be uh just exclusively talking about comics every week um but we kind of have branched out a little bit in a sense where we talk about comic books and video games every week so we'll come together every week we'll talk about what comics we've been reading if we've read anything what games we've been playing and just kind of like bullshit for like two hours, two and a half hours every week. And um, we have a lot of people on there. We have, you know, we have guests on there. And I'm sure we're going to get you on there pretty soon. Right on, here. man. We have to um, go. So it's called Comics and Joysticks. Um, you can find us on YouTube at comicsandjoysticks.com. Or wait, youtube.com <laughs> slash comicsandjoysticks. Uh, 
you can find us on SoundCloud, which I feel like is the easiest way to find us. And it's just comics and joysticks on there. Um, if you like to use iTunes, you can find us. Um, you can just search uh, the comics and joysticks podcast, which everything will be there. So like I said before, like we're kind of exclusively just comics and video games for right now, but like we're kind of branching out. We do movie reviews. Um, we all go to see the same movie and then we come back and we talk about it. We've done about six of those. And our last one was Captain America Civil War. Oh, okay. Um, and I think we're going to be doing one this Thursday night for Star Trek Beyond. Right on. Um, so, and then we also do a podcast every month. We do one episode a month and it's called the Shower Thoughts Podcast. And that's where we just kind of bullshit for two and a half hours. Sounds about steamy. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so we just like bring a topic and we kind of just talk about it for a while. And it's, it's, it's been fun. Uh, we, I think we've only done two episodes and we still have yet to do this month. I believe um, we used to do a book club kind of thing where we'd have everyone vote for a book because we have a Facebook group too. So if you're interested in, in looking up the Facebook group, you can just type in comics and joysticks. I think there's a Facebook page, which is different than a Facebook group, but you can join both if you like. Um, and uh, yeah, we used to do a book book club, which I kind of miss. We'd all, we'd vote and there's like a hundred of us like in the Facebook group and we'd all vote. And then after that we would pick the group or we'd pick the book and then we'd all read it and then, you know, talk about it, have like a two hour discussion about it. You know, people would email the email us with questions about the book that they had or stuff that they wanted us to talk about, which was really cool. Um, so I'm kind of hoping like we bring that back. Um, but yeah, like I said, if I feel like the easiest way to find us is on SoundCloud. So just, comics and joysticks straight, straight up awesome yeah. man and if they want to follow you on twitter even though oh, i said it at wanna, the beginning <laughs> yeah if you want to follow my, follow me on twitter you can find me at papa drew bear on twitter it's the ter- it's the worst twitter it's, name it's all right it's all right <laughs> everyone everyone i'm sure everyone says that about their twitter name well, I that's wish why i just I, had yeah yeah i wish i just had andrew taylor at andrew taylor it'd be so easy but like the person that's using that twitter handle is, is like n- not even existent <laughs> like he doesn't even use his twitter i've like dm'd him before never got a response that's the way it oh, is oh well um but yeah no thanks for having me on it's don't been, mind i really it's appreciate been a blast, it. like chatting about you know games for an hour here so <laughs> nah exactly yeah um it's been fun yeah so if anyone else wants to find me i'm at john s bernardo i john bernardo was taken so i had to drop the initial um you can follow the podcast at a link to our past.com a uh, past that's plural and um if you ever want to be a guest on the show just email us at a link to our past at gmail.com or tweet at one of the accounts um once again Dave, thanks for joining us thank you sir and yeah. um we'll see you next time keep on playing the mate big games see you next time Take care, everyone.